You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, Episode 21. Do you struggle with getting yourself to do things you know will have a positive impact on your business or life? Maybe things that are challenging or make you feel uncomfortable? This is an issue that all entrepreneurs struggle with, but it is imperative that we learn how to take on these challenges and push through. We need to embrace the things that are outside our comfort zone and leave our fears and limiting beliefs behind. Listen in as Laura and Amanda discuss how they work through these challenges and get into action. It could be something as small as hitting the snooze button, all the way to the biggest fear that people have, public speaking. The solutions are not as complicated as you might think. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, and get ready to stretch and grow beyond your safe and secure comfort zone. Nothing exciting ever happens there anyways. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. Do you want to make money online, but you don't know where to start? Do you feel overwhelmed with all the things? All the shiny objects, everything that's out there, everything that people are telling you to do. Listen, girl, same. I hear you. I was right there with you. But thankfully, I was introduced to some of the best marketing secrets on how to grow your business online. And that was a huge turning point for me. So because of that, I feel compelled to shout it from the rooftops. Okay, I won't really shout it, but it might sound like a broken record for a while. The good news is that you can get your hands on these secrets for free. Just pay shipping and handling. I mean it, literally. Get the underground playbook that will totally reframe how you look at doing business online. It was a turning point for me, and I know it will be for you too. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash book to claim your copy today. Hey friends. Hey, Laura and Amanda coming to you today and we are excited. We have an awesome episode for you guys today. Amanda and I were visiting and I said, you know, I was reading some articles online and it's amazing how many of us get stuck in our comfort zone And then I was like, oh my gosh, is this me? Have I done this? And I'm like, wow, let me think about my life and where I've been and how far I've come and why I've gotten there. And I was like, this, this is a really cool topic. And then I realized that, you know, when I started doing uh, analyzing, right, like looking at my past, like, has this actually been the reason why sometimes I've had these like stalls or felt stuck in my business or literally like killing my business? Like, so is your comfort zone 
killing your business? Is it stopping you from the next level of success, from stepping up and stepping out? And so this is the hot topic for today. And I think this is powerful because not only are we going to just talk about why it's important, but also give you some really fantastic ideas and some real life stories about real hot messes here <laughs> that have been through this and been there and done that with the comfort zone topic. So Amanda, how are you? I am good. I'm awesome. And I, I really do love this topic. I don't know why. Um, I, I, I tried to think on this too, as to, we all are, you know, guilty of those moments, some more than others, um, different people more than others about really sticking within your comfort zone. And sometimes you don't even realize it when it's happening because inherently like it is human nature for us to want to not change. Like we have protective mechanisms, instincts that encourage us to stay safe and not encounter, encounter change because with that, you know, there's, there's the unknown, and there could be quote unquote danger. And when I'm talking about this danger stuff, it's, this is really more of the primal and again, instinctual stuff, but it is, it, it's stuff that you, you don't even know that's happening. You know, it, it even goes back to the point when people will talk about exercising and things. And the reason why that there's pain that's associated with it is your body's trying to tell you to, you know, reserve that energy. Your body doesn't want to change. And so if you ever found that, like, in essence, like Laura was talking about your plateau in your business, very similarly to your health, like this totally correlates. If you've ever found that there is, you know, a time where whether you were, you were trying to get into shape or whatever, and you felt that you've hit a plateau, you've stalled out. Well, that is your natural, that's your body that is like fighting you (laughs) saying, no, I don't care what you do. I want to stay safe. I want to stay in my comfort zone. Stop doing this to me. And there's different things that you need to do to shake that up. So now back, you know, going back to the main topic and how you have to do this in your business and in your life is if you ever want to make to change or strive for that next level, you do have to get out of your comfort zone. And I think part of that, one of the biggest reasons why, okay, so like here's your circle, right? And then here's where your comfort zone is inside the circle. And they always say, you know, abundance and success and all those lucrative business deals are just on the outside of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. And so, but why do we not do it? And I think it's really important when we're looking at things to also look back and to reflect within ourselves, like, why do I not make that phone call? Why do I not try to connect with that person? And really like, what are you afraid of? Because fear is what is holding people back. And, but what exactly are you fearing? Because you need to acknowledge what's holding you back because you can't change something and you can't move forward. Right. If you don't acknowledge what's actually holding you back from getting out of the comfort zone, because you might say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make that phone call. I'm going to do that. I'm going to set up a meeting. And then you don't day one and you don't do it day two and you don't do it day three. What is stopping you, right? Like what is holding you back? And so these are the fears that I think are so important to acknowledge in your life. Fear of rejection is probably the number one thing, right? I think that's the biggest. I think that's what really does hold people back for some reason. And again, this is, you know, in in one way, shape or form, a lot of the different things that Laura and I talk about are getting over that because once you do get over that kind of stuff, once you are not concerned with, you know, what other people think about you and you can just brush that off, it is, it's magical. It's freeing. And I think that is exactly the, the biggest thing that really keeps people 
people, like you said, kind of in their comfort zone, because it's not comfortable, you know, to be rejected or to hear no or whatever. I mean, I know years ago I had read a, a book called Go for No. Love and it's that book. Just, it's just that little switch. And like, I have no problem. Like, I actually message somebody today about something. And in essence, like initially, if I were to think about this like a year ago or how I like viewed this person, they are just like super pedestal, like way, way, way up there. And I'm like, the worst they can say is no. Right. By the way, they didn't say no. It was a very nice message back. So it was like, how cool is that? Like I, this would have probably, you know, potentially have stopped me. And like, I'm just like, why, what, why not go for it? Like it's no, if I don't ask, right. It's no, if I don't message and, and want to connect with somebody. So I thought that that was, you know, pretty appropriate for <laughs> this topic. So, like you just said, like, how do you overcome the fear of rejection? And I think one of those things is just a huge mindset thing, like really like mentally preparing yourself. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? They right. tell you, no, I mean, it's not like they're going to stop being your friend, stop following you on social media. I mean, you're asking them probably just a super simple question, right? Like, right. Hey, are you interested in this? Can we talk? Can we do business together? Whatever it is, the worst case scenario, they might say no, or what's the best case scenario. They might say no, but Hey, I got somebody who maybe could work with you. They might pass you off as, you know, refer somebody else to you. I mean, once you actually like, because the other thing that I know is our own worst enemy is our own mind, right? We make up all this stuff in our head, like, oh my gosh, they're going to stop being my friend. The world is going to end if they say they reject me. And they really might think reality. I'm silly or whatever. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, it doesn't, like, why? Like, it really doesn't matter, especially, I mean, what, I, I don't know. I just think that that, it's funny because, like, when we were talking about uh, publishing and stuff like that or getting out there or doing a Facebook Live or, like, putting yourself out there, and a lot of times, like, there's fear of rejection. There's also fear of failure. Like, we can obviously get on here. Laura and I can talk about something. And you know what? Opinions change. Like, I know that I don't feel the same or have the same beliefs that I did when I was in college, right? Things change. You're able to change and evolve. And not that I was necessarily ashamed of that kind of stuff, per se. I mean, there's probably plenty of stuff I should have been in college, but anyways, <laughs> now there's necessarily shit, but you evolved and you change. And that's the other thing we need to be able to allow that grace with people. So here's the other thing too, is being able to not only encourage that kind of stuff with other people, but you'll find that when you do that and you aren't rejecting or whatever other people that people see that in a different way for you as well. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not really concerned with like major rejection because I mean, I would hope like Laura said, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're not going to be like, Oh my God, I'm never going to talk to you again or whatever it is. And they might think that it might not, you know, work for them at the moment or whatever you're trying to communicate to them. And then that's okay. You just have to be okay with that. And I love one of the like memes, whether it is working out of this or it's like, but did you die? Like, no, right. Like brush it off. And you know what? If you go and you do that multiple times, it almost just becomes like, like, okay, whatever. If you take like a month and you do like 10 t challenging things over a month, it's going to be like dipping your toe into ice cold water and getting in slowly. And it's going to be miserable. If you just rip off the bandaid, jump right in and do 10 in, you know, an hour of whatever you want to do, challenge yourself at that point. I mean, then it's like nothing. Then you're like, okay, this is easy. The other thing I think that I found, Amanda, is 
to like mentally prepare yourself for no. Okay. So if I want, for example, let's say, for example, I want to call somebody and invite them to be on our podcast could be example number one, or to see if they'd like to help promote my product on a Facebook live or something. I don't know. There's two examples in one kind of two different areas. I call them in my head. I can mentally prepare myself. What if they say no? Okay. So if they say no, first of all, I want to acknowledge them, edify them, that I appreciate them, why I want, would love to partner with them, right? If they say no, I would love to encourage them like, hey, I really have so much respect for you and I know you're connected to a lot of people. Could you keep me in mind or refer me to your friends as we're working on this podcast? Here's the purpose of it. So if they say no, it's not like it's just a lost cause. Like you're never, ever going to talk to each other again. Or, hey, in the future, if I have a new topic come up or a new product come out, would it be okay if I kept in touch with you in the future? Yeah, sure. That'd be fantastic. So now you keep the door of communication open, right? That entire fear of, oh my gosh, they said no. And then you're just going to quick hang up the phone or what? Be prepared for it and then have the next step. Like, I'd love to keep in touch. Can I speak? Can I keep you on my contact list to keep in touch with you when we have future podcast episodes or when we have new products launched to share them with you? 99% of people will say, yes, I'd love to keep in touch with you. Right now might not be a good time in their life. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they experienced a death in their family. Maybe they have different obstacles they're going through. And maybe right now isn't the right time but maybe later will be. And so don't take no as no. It may be just a not now and be prepared for that and, you know, kind of harness that relationship and bridge that relationship from not now to later, which is so huge and powerful because then you have your arsenal of people to continue to talk to in the future as well. Yeah. And one of the things that I want to encourage people to do, especially, you know, if you are looking to, like you said, have more, the the thing is, is if you're, if if Laura and I got on here and we're like, okay, we want to have people on and we want to interview them and whatever. And we had like a list of two people, then that's so like detrimental. Like that's when it actually feels like, oh my gosh, we only have these two people, whatever, you know, but fortunately Laura and I over the years have connected with some really incredible people. That's one of the things. And, and even as an, an extrovert, you guys, like, yes, both Laura and I are relatively, we lean in the extrovert way. It's not super easy. And I'm telling you right now, it is not always comfortable to just go out there and just meet strangers. It depends on how you're feeling, what energy, whatever, but you know what? It gets easier. So point being is there's been a lot of different situations that Laura and I have subjected ourselves to, which there's been times where they haven't been so great. Like Laura is talking about going and meeting. There's a awesome networking group that she's going to go and connect with some people and genuinely connect with them. And it's like, even, even to put yourself out there and be like, I'm going to go actually physically meet people. I think that with social media, there's such this, you know, that really doesn't, a lot of people want to really lean on social media. And we've talked about this before is actually making meaningful connections with people. And the reason why we have had the opportunity to connect with so many amazing people, because it's been in person and yes, social media can be awesome for you, but putting yourself out there and actually connecting with people in person is awesome. And that is a lot of times is not super comfortable. Again, even for us, even though we're extroverts, it's kind of like, uh, you're going to go there. There's a group of people, you know, not one person, like you get there and people are talking. I just did this. I was at a local event actually. And I did, I honestly didn't want to go to this. It was about 
little over an hour to get there because of traffic and stuff. It was closer to downtown and I knew parking was going to be horrible. And by the time I got there, I just knew the timing wise was that, uh, you know, everybody was already going to be in the mix. I don't know if they were doing intros. Like you just don't know what to expect, right? I have no clue. So I get there and everybody's already like talking and they're a little like whatever group. Some people came together. It was for, it was more of a corporate marketing event. I didn't like it. I mean, that's sorry. Side note doesn't matter, but there was a lot of like, it was clicky, right? So like here I am and I'm like, okay, just going to make eye contact. The poor sucker that makes eye contact with me first, I'm going to go talk to him. No, <laughs> but I did do that. It wasn't, they weren't a poor sucker. They were very nice. And I, but I do, I will do that. I will weasel my way in because that's what it's for, right? You know, it's not like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, people kind of expect that. So it's not like I'm just barging into, you know, I didn't go to a restaurant and just barge in on somebody's date. Okay. Like this is, this is an event where you're supposed to connect with people. So I do, I just sit there and I'm like, smile. And as soon as somebody, I like move over and say, Hey, and that's the other thing that's kind of cool. You guys, that's a little tip. If you're looking around and you're smiling and somebody smiles back at you, I mean, that's who I want to go and have energy with, right? Like there obviously seems a little bit open. The chances are it's going to be less that, you know, it's going to be less awkward there. And you're going to say, Hey, you know what? Can I, can I pop in over here and just kind of be a fly in the wall? And immediately they turn and say, no matter if you just want to be like, no, 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 continue your conversation. I'm speaking from experience. This is why this is legitimately like detail oriented. <laughs> um, but they'll be like, no, I'm, I'm so we've been chatting. Who are, you know, who are you? And a lot of times you're spicing it up in that mix. But again, that's not something that is inherently just comfortable for me. It just gets a little bit more comfortable because this is what I love too. I saw something. It's not that necessarily I'm getting out of my comfort zone every time. At this point, I've been doing this so much and so often that my comfort zone has expanded. So at this point, I really have to do things that get me even further out of my comfort zone. And I think that you guys can see that. I mean, what's the first, like number one thing that people are scared of in life, right? It's public speaking. They would rather right. die than be a public speaker. So how do these people get on stage? They are not in they, their first step. They are not just like, oh my gosh, I want to speak in front of a million people. The first time they do that, they're scared shitless. They're freaking out. Their anxiety, you know, all they probably might have to take, you know, a shot of something before they go, <laughs> before they go out there, you know, so that's a big, big, you know, you, you have to see that their comfort zone over time just expands. And then you get to people that they're just like, oh, you know what? I've been doing this long enough. Like I'm not, you know, this isn't, out of my comfort zone anymore. I just go up there and I rock it and I'll be myself. So, right. And I think so many people think, gosh, I have to jump out of my comfort zone. You know, my goal is going to be to make like 10 phone calls. No, 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 no. Okay. First of all, baby steps. Okay. Like do one thing today that might set you out of your comfort zone, because now that one extra phone call you made, isn't your comfort zone, you know, is in your comfort zone again, right? Now you just said you expanded your comfort zone at networking events same thing in your business, like go out and make that extra contact. And now you've expanded that, but it can be one person at a time. Yeah. Now, like some ideas on like, what is getting out of your comfort zone? Like how could you expand your comfort zone in business? Like Amanda just said, one of the number one things is talk to humans. <laughs> I mean, we have become <laughs> so crazy on social media and stuff. It's like, try getting some human contact. And this, my friends, can be your girlfriends invite you out for a girl's night out, a mommy's night out. Go figure out childcare, figure out how you're going to make it work 
and make it work. It may not be a business networking event, but let me tell you, you being social is building your business because you're becoming relatable. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? So you've got to get out and be around human beings. Like I told Amanda, it's not like me going to a local networking event is going to boost the ratings on our podcast or something, but I get to actually talk to real human beings, you know, like maybe shake some real human hands, touch somebody else's skin. Oh my gosh, right? Like we don't get this anymore with the way we live in social media. And especially when you're an entrepreneur and we live at home a lot of times and we live behind our computers and we live behind a computer screen and it's actually kind of exhilarating. And I kind of, that's my high in life is like, oh my gosh, like I'm like Amanda, like you I think we're both alike because we've now that we when we were in like Florida together at our networking events and stuff, and we go out and we're both like, ah, oh, we have to shower, we have to get ready, we have to get there, we have to find. <laughs> that's the difference. My comfort zone is not, or my out of my comfort zone, it's so bad is doing your hair and getting ready and whatever. Right. I force myself to do that, or otherwise it wouldn't be. I'd be stinky and we nobody could have just be sat me. in those beds, those super comfy beds, though forever. And we're like, we got to go do this. So, but once we get there, it's like. Amanda and I are both like, where are the owners of the company? Where are the top leaders? And we're like getting pictures. We're introducing ourselves. We're talking business. We're asking questions. We're like, it's an adrenaline rush. Like you yeah. actually start to have so much fun with it. <laughs> are you ready to take your business to the next level? Do you need a step-by-step -step guide and how to dominate the online marketing game? Do you think you have what it takes to rise up to the challenge? Of course you do or else you wouldn't be listening to this kick-ass podcast. Laura and I mention the One Funnel Away Challenge on our podcast pretty regularly. That's because you got to give credit where credit is due. The idea for this project was created through that amazing 30-day crash course into high-level marketing foundations and strategies. Oh, and it's only $100. It's pure insanity. I'm not kidding. This challenge was better than the marketing classes that I took in college. A new challenge is going to start very soon, so don't be left in the dust. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash OFA to see all that is included. It's going to blow your mind. Yeah, I should name drop. Okay, so here's the cool part. So we were hanging out and I like forced. So at the end, so there's like Pat Flynn was there. If you guys don't know, freaking amazing podcasting, marketing, everything. Just his, he does a lot of stuff just surrounding like entrepreneurs and stuff like that. He has a new book out. Like, I'm not going to give a bunch of like promotion, but he has a new book. John Lee Dumas has a book. Oh yeah. Is that it? Super fans. We got that. Like, and it's just so cool to, here's, here's why, here's the other thing. Why I challenge myself to, cause a lot of times, again, we feel like we're not worthy, right? Like, and here's what happens is it bridges the gap when we have, you know, we just started podcasting and we were learning podcasting from John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson, right? That's her, that's how I say her name, right? Yep. By yep. the way, we're going to have her on our podcast because why? Oh. Stepped out of comfort zone. It was okay. I just had to hit send on an email, but anyways, so here's the thing. So we're there and, and these people, they are, we're learning from them, right? So that we're getting mentored from them and they're like huge, like hugely successful. And so we could have just sat back and be like, oh my God, look, there they are. How cool, right? No, we actually interacted with them. We found the opportunities to do that. Not because we think that like we're anything necessarily special, but we did have them up on this pedestal. So when you meet them and you're like, huh, they're real people. 
They're kind of just like me and you. You actually start to bridge that gap. I've talked about this before as well. You bridge that gap between them and you, and you can actually see yourself like, wow, they're wildly successful. Before, I just felt like that was so far away, but hey, like they're a real person. Like I might be able to do that too. They bust a move on the dance floor just like everyone else. Good, bad, or different. It's happening, right? They're playing cards. They're just having fun. And everyone's like, wow, you know, like even me, you know, you have stardom. And I was like, this is just so fun and it's so cool. And they're a real person. You know them by their name, though. They're like, hey, where's Amanda? Where's Laura? What are you guys doing tonight? You guys want to go here? Ah, yeah, we do. <laughs> right. like, um, we do want to hang out, you know? And it's like these people that you put on pedestals now become your friends, which is really cool. And that's how you yeah. make those connections. So mm-hmm. we would never have done that had we sat in our comfort zone, had we stayed at the condo we were staying at, if we had not gotten out of our comfort zone and made Amanda put her makeup and do her hair. Yeah. We got out there though, and we had a freaking blast. It was amazing. Yeah. It was great times. And not like, look, think of all the other people we met, Lauren, all all these other amazing women that we met that have been on our podcast Mm -hmm. or, or going to be on our podcast. We met some amazing connections and that was all stepping out of our comfort zone because in general, networking isn't a super comfortable thing. Everyone Mm -hmm. feels like I got a target on my forehead. Who am I going to talk to? It was, it's so good though. Once you just grab a glass of wine or we did (laughs) relax and just go have fun with it. It was, it was a really great time. So that's just one example, like how you can step out of your comfort zone, interact with human beings, like literally interact with human beings. Right. And then I say, take that chicken list, right? Do you all have a chicken list? Like I literally used to, in my like previous life in companies had a picture of a chicken and it was empty and like literally lines in it. Like these are my chicken list people that I want to talk to. So if you need to go to the coloring pages on google.com and type in chicken, print off a big old chicken and write all the people that you've been afraid to talk to in the last five years and literally start plucking your chicken, plucking the people off there and like just talking to maybe one a day and come up with a plan. Like where are you going with your business? What is your purpose? How could you partner or possibly collaborate with them? And then make that contact, treat them like a human being. Do you know what? They might be transitioning in their business. They might be leveling up. And do you know, some of those people, like we talked to like Kate, John Lee Dumas, who are multimillionaires in the industry, they never turned down an opportunity to do free marketing. I mean, being on somebody else's podcast, doing a quick interview, it might only be five or 10 minutes, but they never turn it down. And how cool as that, right? So you might be having this fear of, gosh, I can't ask them to work with me or collaborate or whatever your question is for them. And they already are going to say yes, right? Like imagine that. And so that in itself is super exciting. And so I think that chicken list is also vital. Have you ever had a chicken list, Amanda? Oh yeah. Well, like I said, that's one of the things now at this point, and I almost... Uh, you know what? And, and it's the thing too, is like, once you even, even if, when you do get rejected, like this is we're we're kind of saying this, like, you know, Laura had mentioned that they're, they don't say no. Well, like I said, I mean, even when you do again, it's almost good. I feel that like when you do have that, some rejection, like it gives you a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit of a, a thicker skin or at the same time, a lot of times it's not as horrible of an experience that you made it up in your head. So yeah, absolutely. I did. And that's one of the things that you're like, you know, there's this book by, um, Dana, damn it, Dana 
shoot, I'm not going to even be able to say anyways. Um, but it's really good. And it's called the dream 100. And he's basically talking about, you know, finding those people that you do want to collaborate with, or you do want to work with them, whether it's, you know, for us with our dog business, it's that we want to um, find people that are in that space that have a solid reputation for wanting to, you know, be helpful. And whether that is trainers or veterinarians or, you know, people that are able to help guide along, you know, like with raw dog food eating or just something. There's, there's all these different people that are well-respected that, you know what they are. That's kind of a, a chickenless thing. I call them like the um, shot callers in the space. Cause they're not necessarily, they are influencers, but they're not influencers that we think about. I really don't like that term anymore just because I feel it's gotten really like superficial because of some of the, the different things they're like an influencer. So they're just like flashing products and like, that's not really, that's not what our, our business is about. I think it could be great for some people, but things have, have changed a lot. And we just like the people that would genuinely care about what we have to offer and know that we genuinely care about their audience. And so we have some very high people and it's not like, Oh, I'm just going to go for these people that I know I can like, yeah, you know what? They might have some gatekeepers to these people, but what it only takes a couple Right. And if you just layer that on and you're really building those relationships, that's that's the type of thing that is not necessarily comfortable for us. Again, it's people that you a lot of times like highly respect and all that kind of stuff. I wanted to give a, a, a different example real quick because I keep thinking about it, Laura, when her and I, we are going through and really trying to dive deep into who we want to serve and how we want to serve our audience, you know? So Laura and I have been really like stewing on this and going back and forth and talking about this because it is very important for us to have that lockdown and know what direction we're going. And one of the things that has basically been kind of like, I like to think of stuff as like challenges and I like to do something right away so that I'm not thinking about it and talking myself out of it. And one of the things that we need to do is call some of the people that we think might be the optimal people we want to serve. And who wants to do the A? It's like, you guys, on my voicemail, it used to say text is best. Like literally, hey, you've reached Amanda. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear from you. You know what? Just text me. Like seriously, I would say that. And I said text is best. And so now like to pick up the phone and actually talk to somebody, I mean, I'm really not afraid of that necessarily, but it's not something that is super like, yeah, let me jump on the phone for 20 minutes and, you know, talk with somebody like I text, we Voxer, you know, it's just, that is what it is. But right away I was like, okay, we got to do this. Boom. I'm messaging people. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to book some appointments, just start getting it over with. And it was so good. Like the first one I was able to find out, like, you know what? I don't think this person's necessarily, you know, in our target market. They were truth be told, they were actually very advanced into what they were doing. And I'm like, they're really not looking for anything that we, you know, are going to be offering. Then I talked to another person. I was like, wow, they gave me so much great feedback and they are exactly the person that we want to help. So it was just, just getting into that action and not thinking about it. Cause I could have talked myself out of it. I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that wouldn't even do that. Like, it's just right. something that they were just, they would just push off and like try and sidestep. But this is the stuff that's so important. Absolutely. I think that it's those, it's once you get in the moment, right? Like once you actually get on the phone with the person, it's not as bad as you think. Once you actually get to the event, it's a lot more fun than you probably anticipated that it might be. And then I really think that there's just sometimes when you step out of your comfort zone, you also develop new skills that you didn't even know you had, right? Like, Hey, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and do a Facebook live. 
and then you do it and that's totally uncomfortable for you. And then you do it again. And you're like, I kind of like this, <laughs> like, Whoa, I I'm kind of good at this. Like people actually are responding to me and you develop it. You're like, you didn't even know you were good at that. Right. You didn't even know that you had the energy that would be able to go through a camera like that. And now you've developed and you can hone this all new skill that you didn't even know you had because you were stepping out of your comfort zone. You didn't let fear hold you back and, and anymore. And now that can become your new comfort zone, right? Now, maybe doing a Facebook live is within your comfort zone. And then the next step out would be like doing a Facebook live interview. Maybe you bring somebody else on with you, right? Now you're like, well, I'm going to be really uncomfortable. Am I going to be able to say the right things? And then you're like, that was really fun. Like maybe you really enjoyed it. And so then you yeah. keep expanding your comfort zone and your skill set also expands as you continue to like push yourself a little bit more, right? Because do you want to die someday dreadfully? I mean, it's not something we want to talk about, but it's the reality we're living to die, right? And say, I wish I would have, you know, what if I would have yeah. done more Facebook lives? What if I would have talked to that person and we would have went into business together? I mean, just imagine like that there's the endless possibilities of yeses in life too, right? Yeah. There's the endless possibilities of partnerships and collaborations and connections, and you'll never know unless you ask. Worst case scenario, they say no. If they're rude, they're not your people. Right. It's okay because we've ran into people like that too, where even asking them to be on the podcast, it kind of came oh, back in a snooty did. way and we're like, I remember we yeah. were like, and it was in the beginning and we were just like, it was very, and we're like, you know, good. Because actually, as a matter of fact, now that we were treated that way, they were like, we don't want you to have access to our amazing audience that we love. So no, you're not right. our people, right? So like we're not going to okay. swing back around. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And I think that it's really important to be able to recognize those instinctual, those instinctual reactions. So I think to when you are noticing that you are either, you know, avoiding something or procrastinating on something or putting something off, you really need to take a step back and figure out why. And at the most, most of the time, it's just because again, it's something new. Um, like Laura said, you're afraid of something. Right. And so then that's when you need to be able to like recognize that and be like, okay, I got to lean into this. So you can kind of like challenge yourself. And that, that's one of the things for me, again, everybody has their own like button that they can push to me. It's a challenge. And so like, if I figure out something and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. I'm like, you know what? No. I'm going to challenge myself to do this. And if I do that and I like, even if I share it with somebody and I know that I'm more apt to do that. And then again, for the most part, when that happens, it's like, oh, that wasn't all that bad. And so the faster that you recognize that, and we've talked about this book before, um, the five second rule by Mel Robbins, the faster that you make a decision and get into action, you don't even give your brain the chance to talk you out of it. Otherwise, it will. Otherwise, we will. So instead of being like, when you decide that something needs to happen, start putting it in motion right away, and it's going to be way less resistance. It's like hitting the snooze button of life, right? Ugh. 
Right. Like I, I suck at that in the morning. Like right. I'm not going to lie. I well, you have to stop that. That's one of the things that it's very, it's, it's like this very deep rooted, bad thing. Uh, like, so if you guys are, I'm going to, I'm going to, here we go. We're going to, we're going to come at uh, you a little hard here. No, if you do that for a moment, bring if it you're, on. right. If you're doing this, it's like, so basically what this is telling you, and this is this, this hinders your confidence as well. Like all this deep rooted psychology stuff, like this hinders your, your confidence because what you're telling yourself, you set your alarm. You say, I want to get up at this this time tomorrow because X, Y, Z, whatever. And if you hit that snooze button, it's you're lying to yourself is what they are saying. It's just like, ah, so it's like you are letting yourself down. You're letting your last night you wanted to do something. There is a reason now you're letting yourself down and it's like, okay, wait, if you're committing, commit to yourself. Those are, that's one of the other things that will start to build your confidence. And other, otherwise you do it the other way. And it starts to chip away at your confidence. And that's the same thing in regards to showing up for things. Like when you say, I want to work out, or you're setting goals for yourself. I want to work out three times this week and you didn't do it and you didn't do it or you didn't do it. I want to eat clean today. I want to, and you don't do it. You don't do it. That chips away at your confidence until it's, it can be very difficult to work, to gain that back. But just one right step in the right direction starts to build it back up. So that's the good thing is that no matter where you're at, if you've done this to yourself before, no matter where you're at, and maybe you've stayed in your comfort zone for a while, it only, like Laura said, it takes that little step. You guys just do that little bit and that little bit again, and you start building on it. And that confidence gets more and more and more. And that's why, like we've talked about, like, why do we think that in a lot of different things, like we're so confident. Cause when we started this podcasting stuff, we weren't confident in what we were doing. We didn't know if what we were doing were, was right. If we were even recording, if it was going to sound good, like we didn't know. Right. And then the more that you do it, the more you, the better you get at it, that confidence builds your comfort zone expands, you're leveling up. That's what we're here to do. That's, that's yes. what it's all about. Yay. I love it. You guys, you you have the power within you. I promise you. And I'm going to do this with you guys. And I'm going to start very small by not hitting snooze because literally hitting snooze in the morning is like Amanda said, I'm lying to myself then from the night before, like this morning, I was going to get up at six because I was going to shower. I was going to do all this stuff before. Then I was like, snooze, snooze, snooze laying there. Oh, but I could get an extra nine minutes of sleep. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to shower as soon as I get home from dropping the kids off. <laughs> then I go into town looking like a total scrub dub uh, dropping my kids off. So yes. Okay. I'm done hitting the snooze button on life. But it's okay. Cause she doesn't care about what other people think. We've been working through that too, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. If I'm single, what if there's like some hottie single at the drop off I need to connect with? <laughs> I've got oh, to true. like level up here in all aspects my life. That's I'm, true. That's I true. We got showering in the morning before I go to drop off. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Too funny. So, I mean, you guys, yeah. So I want to leave you guys with this. We're going to have some awesome stuff for you guys to check out. You can go to the show notes. It is going to be hotmesstosuccess.com slash comfort zone. And you will be able to see all the fun stuff that we have there. This has been a great topic and I love chatting with you guys. So I hope that you found some of this stuff fantastic that you can start implementing now, take on your challenges, stop hitting the snooze button, stretch your comfort zone out. Oh, yeah. Have this has an been a awesome good day, everyone. Yes. Let Bye, us guys. know that you stopped hitting the snooze button. And yes. Well. we'll be excited Hashtag to hear from you. no snooze, right? Hashtag right. no snooze. Hashtag <laughs> stop snoozing. All right, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. All right, later. 
Hey friends, thanks for listening today. Always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.